What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Obsession. I'm Carl Bucky. I'm Mike Stadler. Mike. Yes. It's December, my friend. Boo. Yeah, I know. Kind of like you know, things are coming to the end. Ooh, Christmas is coming. Yeah, well, there's that. So what? You could late season go <laughs> on if you had a buck day. Like Christmas is over a long time. Well, ago. Christmas, yeah, I think Christmas is in the end of October, November. Yeah, now that we're adults, if we want stuff, we get Christmas every day if we need it to be. Don't you ever call me an adult again? Okay. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> believe you. We, uh, we got a couple questions here we want to go through. Uh, somebody was asking us, and we'll put two together here on this, um, and you see it talked about quite a bit right now, is, you know, what are our thoughts on new tech? So, you know, obviously cell cameras, uh, the thermal drone recovery, and then I want to throw in there, somebody else asked us about whether or not you or I use hunting apps mm -hmm. for our hunting. Uh, because I think a lot of the younger hunters are using these apps and expecting things to happen because the app says it's a good day to hunt. So should we talk about the apps first then? Let's talk about the apps. <laughs> because we, we have some strong feelings yeah. on apps. How's that so? Yep. So, Mike, let's just say you're using HuntCast. HuntCast says it's a good day to hunt. DeerCast. Yeah, HuntCast, DeerCast. Well, yeah, good there's like four different ones. Whatever. Hunt. I mean, yeah, there is. Or 10. Amazing. 15. Yeah, it says it's a good day to hunt or not a good day to hunt. Yeah, uh, because the moon is this and the wind is that, and it's going to rain here but not there, and this and that. and Algorithms. In general, what do you think? I don't like them. And... <laughs> I... And I've tried them. Yeah. No, I get it. I've subscribed to them. Yeah. I've bought the apps, the ones you have to buy. Yeah. I bought them. Yeah. Um, I've tested them to what you and I think. Yep. You know how we hunt. Yep. Um, are they right sometimes? Sure. Oh yeah. I'm right sometimes too. But Probably more times than you're. The at. ones <laughs> I, 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 I see the ones the ones that have like the deer numbers. Yeah. Like five deer. Oh yeah. So it's a really good day to hunt. Yeah. Or there would be a day, oh, not so good today. Yeah. Or this day is good, only in the morning. Red deer, green deer. Yeah, red deer, green deer. Yeah. And I'm like, um, I think they can help you on sometimes, but people that are dying and living and dying by these things, I think you're limiting yourself. 100%. You know, and we've talked and talked and do talk about. We'll talk some more. Yeah, we'll talk some more. About learning, first of all, your property. Yeah. Because this app or that app or whatever is not going to cover. It's a pretty general information app. Unless this guy is sitting across the street from your house <laughs> that's putting this app. I mean, really. No, that's true. It's different. Because what we hunt here at my house yep. compared to what we hunt at your property yep. the same day, it's not the same. Nope. And the apps don't really distinguish that. Yeah. If you go... <clears throat> For instance, if you're watching an app, it'll tell you, and Mike and my property are what, 125 miles apart? Mm -hmm. um, and still in the same state. If it says it's going to be good, well, it's telling you it's going to be good at my place and at Mike's place. But here's the deal. The front has already passed through my place and is heading for Mike's. Okay. So it's, it's raining at my place, and it's telling you, yep, you should be hunting. It should be good. I know where we're going to be. We're going to be right here on here. the front side of that front, <laughs> and we'll be hunting yeah. here. 
yeah, I, you know, like we say, learning how fronts kind of work. Yeah. The backs and fronts of fronts. Backs and fronts of fronts. Or weather in general. Yeah. Um, you know, your wind is obviously not going to be good for what a north wind here isn't going to be the same as a north wind at yeah, your place. No. Um, you know, I don't care about the moon. Yeah. I don't. And we proved that to ourselves yeah, again this year with our documentation. You know, the only thing I've ever seen with the moon, and we've said this a million times, mm -hmm. is it seems the nice that we have full moon. Deer activity is early and down. Yes. In the mornings. Yep. And that, I agree, I think is a fact. Yep. Other than that, I, I don't care about the moon. And I, I know people... The red moon. TV line. shows, the red yeah. moon. You know, and again, not to get into the moon thing, but the red moon is always the same time of year. Yeah. It's why. It's the end of October, beginning of November. That's always the best time to hunt. Yeah. You know. Wait, yeah. When you're in the pre-rut and rut, <laughs> it just I mean, you know, you can sit there. And then when... The, and this, we're not going to make this just about moon phases, no. okay? You guys all know if you've been following us, we're big weather hunters. And weather is proven out, okay? Um, you can watch uh, Dr. Strickland. Um, you can watch any of the uh, Mississippi State deer information. If you guys get a chance, just go down there and look at their stuff on whitetails. I believe Alabama also. Um, and obviously Michigan. Uh, they've got some really good information about uh, not only weather, but their views on on the moon and all of that, and how it affects deer movement. Also, mm -hmm. if you guys watch that stuff, I would say eighty to ninety percent of the information for hunting itself will be weather based, mm -hmm. not moon based. Moon is simple enough. Where if you're going to tell me twenty four days out of a thirty one day month is good hunting, your odds are pretty damn high you're going to shoot a deer. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> Seems like there's about seven days to ten days out of the month, according to Moonface yeah. guys, that you just shouldn't hunt. So, and I believe a couple times you and I shot some of our bigger deer on those days, based off of what the weather was doing. Right. Okay. But I'm not hammering on what they're saying. I'm just saying that's their opinion. This is our opinion. Yeah. Uh, and apps work off of algorithms. They work off of weather-based <laughs> algorithms. They work off of Moonface algorithms. Um, there's probably a couple other things that they've got involved with that uh, location. So whether you're north or south of a certain spot, and you're east and west, so latitude, longitude stuff. Yeah, they're more generalized areas than specific areas. Correct. So I think that's where people get themselves into trouble with them. Yep. Because you're not, it's a real general, or some of them are by state. Yep. So to me, a hunting app by state only is worthless. 100% worthless. <laughs> yep. So. For us, for sure, because we yeah, all. because I just don't think that you can't, I don't think, I know you can't predict, you know, the northern part of the state to the southern part of the state, it's not going to be the same. Yep. Terrain is going to predict winds also. Yep. Things like that. Um, you said a front, a front rolling in past your house is coming to my house or vice versa. Yep. So the hunting is totally different. 100%. From there to in between. Yep. To after. I mean, fine examples so, that Buck you shot early October. <clears throat> yeah. I was Probably actually snow, getting yeah. snowed and sleeted on and iced. He's on the front side of the front. He shoots one of his big target deer because he knew 
that front was coming in, and then that was a half hour, 20 minutes after you shot him, it poured. Yeah, it poured yeah, right yeah. after that. Yeah. About after you hit the ground. Yeah. About five you know, so that was a weather-related kill. It wasn't a moon phase deal no. or anything like that. Now, if you looked at the app that particular day, it's telling me I'm perfect, I should be good. So I drove the extra hour to get to my land. I get there, and the front was ahead of time. And we were texting not 20 minutes before Mike's kill. He's like, yeah, I'm going in. I'm like, yeah, great idea. Yeah, I went into a spot I don't go into. Yeah. You know, Unless it's a certain time of year. It's a certain time of year. Yep. And you killed him. Yeah, so I was, what, 20, over 20 days ahead of what we normally go in there. Yeah, yeah 100%. <laughs> but, you know, and that's because I think, you know, we've learned more how the fronts work. So, I mean, is it perfect every time? Absolutely not. No. Um, but it, it works well that way. Uh, you know, the... I won't say it with all apps. You know, one app I do like, it's I don't know app. if you consider it a hunting app, I guess it is, but I like On X. Yeah, me too. You know. I still have that one on my phone. I have that on my phone. Yeah. Carl has that on his phone. I have my property, you know, his property and my property in here. Any properties we hunt, um, yeah. our properties out west, I think they're great for that. Um, but it's another thing too, I think you need to learn how to read topography. Yes. Um, Especially in our properties. Yeah, which if, helps us put us in places yeah. that maybe you're not going to see because you're not you're not going to see it on the ground usually. No, you know. So well, we both we shot both of our whitetails this year because of that. Yeah, and I I think those apps I think are good. You know, yes. we, we set up our properties on our phones. Yeah, to stand locations, water locations. Um, I, for instance, that app I use this year tracking my buck. Yep. You know, last blood. It literally walked us to the drop of blood. Yes, it did. Where I marked it. Yep. In the dark. In the dark. The night before. Yeah. So, amazing app. Yep. Uh, does it help you hunt? If you know how to use it, I think it can. There's advantages you know, that it can help you with. Uh, it's <clears throat> not going to make you kill deer. That's what we think about apps. Yeah. Um, the things that, one of the main things that I think will help you kill deer, and I'm not going to lie on this. This is why a lot of the people you see nowadays are even successful. Cellular trail cameras. Yeah, I was just going to say that. 100%. Um, it's a great tool if you can utilize it. Uh, the question that this individual posed to me is, Carl, do you think it's cheating? It's not cheating because it's legal. In my opinion, he wants to know what our opinion is. If we had to vote, would we keep cell cameras legal or would we not make cell cameras legal? <clears throat> I like the tool. Yeah. It helps me. It helps everybody because <clears throat> most of us, as we get older, it's a little bit different. But when we were younger, we didn't have weeks to hunt. Mm-hmm. We had yeah. one week of vacation at the days. Yeah. So. It's not me. That's not him. <laughs> Somebody talking to me from Panago. They're watching her. Uh, I believe tra- cell- cellular trail cameras should remain legal in most states. I will agree with the western states on, on public land with no trail- uh, cellular trail cameras. And here's why. The reason for that is those guys out there or those people out there are hunting elk. 
and mule deer and animals like that. Big country, don't get me wrong, I understand why you want to have that out there. Biggest problem with it is everybody's <laughs> putting their cameras in the same damn location. Mm -hmm. So when an animal on public is being harassed by cameras, so it's what I mean by harassment by cameras. So you walk through Mike's Woods, it's set up really nice. All the cell cams are set up in certain locations to educate us on where deer are at certain times. Out there, you got a hundred guys that put 25 cameras on one post by a water hole. Okay, so if you got 25 cameras there, some of them flash, some of them don't. Um, sometimes you have issues with people taking other stuff, chips, erasing crap, um, which is an unethical thing that I think. Uh, but the animals end up moving because they're if they walk by a camera and it goes 25 times, click 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 click, <laughs> they're not going to stick around. <clears throat> and that's public land. You know what you do on private land? Yeah. That's your deal. It's your land. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I can say for a fact, I can name I can name three or four deer for sure that they've helped me kill or us kill. Yeah. One, one was this year. Yeah. Was free show buck. Yep. That Carl shot on my land. He showed up here literally two days before we took him. Yep. I knew where he was. Yep. I watched him do the same thing a couple of days. Yep. And we went in there and killed him two days later. Yep. And he did the exact same thing. And I knew that because of my cameras. Yes. 100%. So yeah, and I'm not, I won't, we won't lie about it. No. It is what it is. Yep. Um, still had to, still had to close the deal. Right. Still had to get the deer there. Still had to get in the stand. Still have to make the shot. So it's not like, you know, that didn't make us kill the deer. Yeah, we knew he was there. Yeah, we knew we had a better opportunity to kill him, 100%. Yeah. You know, same thing you talked about, the one on the front. Yes. I knew he was there. I knew where he was moving. Yes. So I took a chance. I mean, did I know he was going to be there? I didn't know he was going to be there, for sure. Right. But I knew he was in the area. There was a high percentage. High percentage. Uh, flyer hanging yeah. up here behind me. Gone for a month. Yes. We came back from your house. That night, that night on my cell cam, he was back on my property. Yep. I told Carl, I said, I think I'm going to go in there in the morning. Yep. I Good killed deal. him. Yep. He came back, I killed him that next morning. Yep. Why? So I was there. Yep. So, yeah, they helped. On the backside of it, I hunted a deer here. Yes. The landlord, we yep. called him. Yeah. That I had here for three years. I had him here all the time. Many pictures of him. Doesn't matter. Couldn't outsmart that deer. Yep. Couldn't kill him. Had him two times. Just or, not good. Where I had a shot, but yeah. not a smart shot, not a good shot. Didn't take it anyway. Long story short, deer got killed by the neighbor with a rifle. Yep. You know, so I watched that deer all year on my cameras. I literally watched You watched him. that deer for three years. My yeah. And I watched him one night stand by a camera 100 yards down from me and wait till it was dark. And I watched him just stand there. And I'm in the stand 100 yards up from him. And he did not come into the field until it got dark. Yep. So they can also make you mad. <laughs> they can. <laughs> they can. But they help with the education and let you know where they it's think of it as intelligence. If you were at war, it's intelligence. Yep. You don't put yourself in bad situations. Um, it's the same with the cell camera. They're just providing information. And that's everybody's argument. Mm -hmm. You know. Um, when well, it gets abused out west, yeah, I, I agree. Like that, that's a problem. And I think some people get mad about it. they're like, well they're too expensive. Yeah, but you know, not, not everybody can afford it. Well you know what? Hunting is expensive. Oh yeah. 
When it's, I bought a cell cam, I bought one. I remember that. First time I bought one. Yep. And I set it up to see how it worked. I'm like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. I'm like, did I want to pay 350 or 400 hours a camera? No. I didn't. Yeah. You know, do I want to pay $2,000 for a bare bow? No. But I do. Right. Because you want to be better, you know? Yeah. So it, Here's the other aspect <laughs> of that, too. You know, uh, hunting's real expensive. It's the most expensive, I'll tell you guys right now, it's the most expensive meat you're going to ever eat. <laughs> I don't care where you go eat. <clears throat> hunting, if you go by the pound, hunting animals, deer, elk, anything, it's the most expensive. Because if you, number one, if you have your own land, it gets crazy expensive. But yeah. if you're, you're just using equipment and hunting on public land, it's expensive. Because yep. you have to add in costs, you know. We don't want to do those numbers. Ever. No, nobody wants to see that. Our wives don't want to see that. No, that's something a cold, you know. The, so I mean, obviously, you know, we we both feel the same way about the first two apps, yes. cellular cameras, um, the drones, you know, the thermal recovery drones. Yep. Um, you know, I personally, hundred percent, think it's a great thing. Me too. Um, this is why. Because it's easy to lose a deer. We've both lost deer. We've both lost deer. And it, to us, is horrible mm -hmm. waste, you know, deer. Um, like this year, I lost my deer, you know, uh, made a bad shot because I didn't at that last second realize he was taking a step, hit him back. Long story short, tracked that deer. I pushed him that night when I knew better. I Got did it, it anyway. Yeah. Um, just because of the amount of blood I had, anyway, turns into I lose that deer, uh, get him a week later. Yeah, great, I have the rack back, mm -hmm. but I lost the whole deer. Yeah, no like problem. I wanted the deer, right? Too, right? So, yeah, I mean, well, I have the head to put on the wall at some point. Yeah, that's great, but I wasted that animal. Yeah, to me, it was a waste, yeah. you know. And so, you know, and, and I could throw tracking dogs in there too. Yeah, I I think it's great. That's a tool to recover an animal that's that's dead and you can't find. Yes, and you're not wasting. You're wasting that animal's life right there to me. <laughs> the the thing <clears throat> I like tracking dogs. I've used them two times. Neither time you didn't have any luck. Did I recover? Yeah. Both are great animals. Do mm -hmm. not get me wrong. Um, both dogs did a great job. Um, there was rain involved uh, on the first one. The second one, there was a river involved. Um, with a, the advantage of the thermal drone is that that river buck, I would have recovered. And the reason I say that, well, the first one, let's talk about the, the one I lost in the rain. I killed him two years later on the same tree stand on the opposite side of the food plot that I hunted up there. That big eight. Mm -hmm. Frankenstein, or not, yeah. So, that buck. The second one I didn't recover, ended up being recovered by uh, this particular place where they, it, it's a ski slope, I can tell you guys that. It crossed the river, ended up on their property, found him frozen in the, uh, in the, the swamp. Uh, the reason we didn't cross the river is because the dog didn't indicate that the deer had crossed. Not the dog's fault. You know, gets to a river, it's searching up and down, that's where we lost everything. Um, didn't have permission to go on the other side, is what it is. With a drone, we'd have flown right over the top of that and 
20 yards on the other side of where the creek was there, yeah. we'd have seen him with the drum. Yeah, where he lays. And they'd have let us go in there. Mm -hmm. But, so, that was, that was uh, uh, a bad, bad deal with the, with the dog. It's my fault anyway for not making good shots. Not gonna yeah, lie. that's, well, you know, I was going to say that. I was going to add it on there, Carl, is that, you know, it comes back, a lot of these situations come back to us being better. Yeah, make you yourself know? better, you yeah. And we've had podcasts on this, you know, and we've done it, yep. and it'll happen again. It just does happen sometimes. You hunt long enough, you're going to make mistakes. And so if you can recover an animal that you took its life, mm -hmm. to me, that's that's a win. Yeah, well, you know, like this year, you you got that deer. We were still hunting because yep. we couldn't find it. Yep. And we were putting in 14-hour days going between both properties. Yep. And we're talking for a week. That day, Mike got that deer back. He called me or texted me. I think he called both. We talked there. Send you a picture. Send me a picture. Yeah, <laughs> send me a picture. That was the first thing. Send me a picture. I'm done. So he recovered that deer, even though the meat was bad, whatever else. That was his buck. Tagged him. He was done. So respect right there for the animal. That's how that works. Um, and great respect for Mike for doing that because a lot of people wouldn't have done that, my friend. So. Uh, back to the other stuff that we're talking about uh the other thing that i don't there's one thing that i would say they could get rid of i am not a big fan of laser range finding scopes on bows what the hell is that scope i don't remember what it is somebody makes a garment a, garment. a range finder on a scope if you're hunting a field edge great yeah i i see so many flaws in that yeah question um you know, and they say, you know, you got the, it automatically picks up the location of where the animal is. And this, uh, Weird. That, yeah. I can't do that the sometimes only, with the, my hand The only on. thing I've ever used that had that sort of technology was when I was in the yeah, military. It ain't here. No. And it, this thing does not have a laser targeting system on it. No. So, um, the other part is if, if you're using that for whitetail hunting, you're, you're I'm going to say bad shit crazy anyway because there's so much stuff. That can be between you and the deer you're hunting. If it's perfectly clear, I would understand that. But I, my experience says it's not. So that would be something, and it is outlawed out west, I believe, in a lot of states. Um, realize when you guys too. This is one thing I'm going to say about when you hunt out west. If you go out west, make sure you check the state laws because each state's different. There's some of your broadheads. Oh yeah. You better watch because not all broadheads are legal everywhere. Now I used to shoot the uh, Exodus sweatback blades. I no longer do that. I have to use the squared off blade if I shoot the Exodus. This year I'll be back to shooting the old tried and true Thunderhead. Um, number one selling broadhead in the nation. They're endorsed by me. Endorsed by Mike. <laughs> That's why I'm going back. Everybody's like, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, Mike. Moving on. But. Uh, you got to watch for that too. There's a lot of broadheads out there that when you go out yeah. west, they consider far. Well, and the same thing, how you're talking about broadheads with this kind of stuff, uh, lighted sights or pins. Lighted pins. Um, is not legal in a lot of places, yep. um, which may be here or where you're from. Yep. So this stuff you need to check, you need to know. You know, broadheads, lighted pins, uh, the laser range finding sights. Yep. Um, you know, the, the bowl let off thing isn't a thing anymore. No. It is for Pope and Young and stuff like that. Is it so? I thought, that crap. I thought that went away. Well, it might be. Yeah, but I don't know. Who I, cares anyway? Yeah, it's Pope and Young and Crockett. I don't know. <laughs> it's 
flying shit. But yeah, that, that kind of stuff. So you know, at the end, you know, the drones. You know, Carl and I stood over here looking for my deer, and I said, I said to him, "Think you should get a dog." Yeah. You know, I should have. Yeah. You know, we should have done a lot of things. Right. We should have walked to the end. Yeah, of the we should have walked to the end of the cornfield because he was laying right there, but yeah. we didn't. You know, and it's like so. You know, we we go above and beyond to recover a deer. I will tell you that. Like I don't quit. I'm a, I'm relentless. That is a fact. To try to find deer, and it doesn't matter if it's a doe or a buck. Yep. Um, if it can be found, I'll usually find it. It's true. Um, but you know, if that can help me save an animal, uh, meat-wise, because obviously we eat everything we kill. Yes. Um, we're not killing it. Just, I mean, yeah. Do we want obviously to take the trophy? Yeah. It is the trophy, yes, for us too. But we are eating that animal. It's not not giving them away. We're not, you know, like cutting the hide and the cape off and donating it. Right. Um, unless people are in need of medicine, right. we give them near that. But so to recover animals, I think it's a great tool. Yeah. You know. Technology, I think, is a great thing. This is where I start to draw the line. Correctly. Yes. Well, here's where I start to draw the line with technology. Um, when engineering is starting to make things what I consider too easy to make a kill, a 500 foot per second crossbow that sounds like a shotgun when it goes off, in my opinion, is a little overkill. Um, we're not going to get into the crossbow part of things, but um, man, that's uh, that's something, <laughs> you know. And we'll talk. We'll have another show about crossbows and what our views are on crossbows. But uh, technology-wise, I mean, I've seen crossbows that shoot 400 feet per second. They have a laser range-finding scope on them. They got this big monster scope. Um, man, what do you need to do? That shoot two arrows now. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah a pack that's another engineering nightmare. That I <laughs> we could get into it some other point. That. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, where where is where's the effort, dude? That's the way I look at it. Where's the damn effort? If all I have to do is pull something up, put it on the damn deer, whether it be a hundred yards with a crossbow or whatever. And know exactly where to aim and squeeze the trigger off for archery. My, because it's the archery. Thing. Right. Um, you know, there's no. In my Save it. Skills. Save it. That's um, what we got. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. We don't want to go into a rant. I already started that. Sorry about that. Uh, if you guys want to listen to the podcast, uh, check us out at Spotify, Google, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, also at RSS.com. Check us out on YouTube. Check us out right there on YouTube. If you want to subscribe to the channel, hit the little reaper in the right-hand corner down here. Also, if you want to listen on Instagram, Rush Outdoors WI or The Obsession Podcast Hunting. We appreciate each and every one of you. Later.